Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. Confession. As a young parent, when my children barrage me with questions so many times, I wanted to poof, disappear. We've all experienced this moment, right? When a child suddenly becomes a human question generator or a, you think you're smart, but I'm going to bring you to your knees in recognition of your ignorance kind of a child. No, there was never malice, but the onslaught felt relentless. Doesn't matter the relations. If you're an auntie or uncle, godparent, grandparent, or older sibling, you two have probably been caught in the labyrinth of some child's wonderment and sought the nearest way out. Why is the moon in the sky? Where do subway rats sleep? Who made the first loaf of bread? Are we aliens? Why are trees green? Although sometimes I knew the answers, I did not want to devote the entire morning to explaining sunlight, photosynthesis, and chlorophyll. Doing so would either daisy chain into a series of new questions or cut into nap time. And they needed their sleep as much as I needed time to compose a poem during that quick respite. Truth, though, the desire to vanish would dissipate pretty quickly. A child's curiosity deserves attention and cultivation. It might be one of the most important jobs of a parent. It makes sense that they see us as their personal wiki page and oracle. We lay the foundation for their navigation into the dense world of the unknown. We show them tools of discovery and hopefully inaugurate a lifetime of seeking answers to questions that will serve them when they have to face their most perplexing problems. As much as I wanted to escape my children's aggressive inquiries, I realized that engaging them in their immense wonder would yield some of the most important conversations between us. Today's poem models the pitch of imagination that goes into satisfying a child's curiosity in a way that leaves room for magic. Six for Gold by Kate Hansen Foster. When my six-year-old asked me where he came from, how he, you know, got inside my belly, he is swinging a broken tree branch around in the backyard, just swinging to fill the air molecules, to hear the faint whistle of resistance. The invisible turbulence satisfies something for both of us, disturbing what you can't see. You were a star I took for my own, I say, 
But how does it work? He asks. You know, getting the star into your belly. I rub my hands together vigorously and then slowly pull them apart, like a wizard commanding an invisible orb. I tell him to try. Keep rubbing your hands as fast as you can, and when you are ready, stop. Wait for the energy to arrive between your palms. He doesn't know this is just a game. Just our nerves responding to friction. He gently packs his hands around what he feels, a warm snowball. I say, imagine that energy gathering into your belly. When you arrived, an old star collapsed and exploded. And in a huge blast, you landed inside me. He tosses his secret ball into the sky. It's gone somewhere we will never find. Like gold crashing into a rock or sinking into the bottom of a river, I say. I can tell he is no longer listening. His eyes are back to the branch. I smile and scoop him up before he can grab it again, tickling his side to make him giggle. He wiggles in my arms, laughter bright and bursting. This boy who came to me like gold. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram and Twitter at Slowdown Show. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.